This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Five myths and misconceptions people are sick of hearing. Now, I don't know what any of these are. Do you guys know any of these? Uh Uh-uh. Okay, we'll learn together. Okay. Here we go. Five myths and misconceptions people are sick of hearing. Uh, Someone asked people to name common misconceptions they're sick of hearing. The first one applies to something we just dealt with, and that would be taxes. You can't actually lose money by earning more. A lot of people think that if you hit a new tax bracket, all of your income gets taxed at that percentage, but that's not how a progressive tax rate works. You still earn more. So what they're saying is, now I don't know if this is true or not, that you're taxed at your old rate up to the current rate, and then from that point on, you get charged more on oh, that percentage. Oh, I get Is what you're true? saying. I get what you're saying. So the first chunk, let's say let's say we'll make it break it really easy. You make 100,000 and a certain percentage gets taxed and then that let's say you next year make 150,000, the first chunk gets still taxed at that nor- that first right. rate and then that 50,000 gets taxed Is at a different Is that true though? I mean, that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying, but I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't even Justin does our taxes, thank God. I got Nick. Nick Stovall does mine. He's been doing them for years. I think he's saved my taxes are rough. (laughs) Oh, it's going to get worse too. They're talking about top rate in Minnesota, thirteen percent. I just that would be the highest rate in the United States. I do believe the anxiety I have around, especially as things get more complicated, when you get like. You're like, oh, I have this kind of job, or oh, I do. I used to do freelance stuff and all that. Oh God, I would get panicky during April. Yeah. Uh. Oh yeah, no question about it. Uh, you know, speaking of that, there was one person that I worked with. I'm not saying it was at the queue. I'm just oh. saying it might have been. Used to bitch constantly, but I never get to do this. I never get to do anything. I found out later, much later, they got paid a lot of times in cash. Ah. So no paying taxes on that. That's. That's a federal offense. Did you know that? Yeah. They're, uh, at a place I similarly worked at, there was a lot of people doing weird stuff. Oh, yeah. People are, yeah. Well, if you're around scum, you're going to act like scum, I guess. True that. Or get the hell away from them. Okay. Five myths and misconceptions. Number two, introverted doesn't always mean you're shy. A better definition is introverts tend to feel drained if they socialize too much. Yeah. And extroverts uh, are the opposite. Yeah. I must be right in the middle. Sometimes I like it, sometimes I don't. Yeah, you, I mean, and you can be a certain percentage. You eventually, they declare you. So my husband, that's, he used to work for Myers-Briggs. Um, oh, yeah. And so, we, you know, he will talk, but like you eventually, they declare which one you are, you know, with the MBI. Oh, yeah, okay. like the, the four-letter one, you know, you have like I, S, T, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I, I, they do, you do have a percentage of both, but they yeah. declare which one you're more percentage. I, I, I would be so interested in your MBTI. Like, I bet it'd be two different ones. I bet until I got to a certain age, it was, uh, uh, you know, I used to hang out with everybody and socialize constantly. Yeah. And now I hardly ever socialize. I bet you're an introvert, but you're so good in social situations when, you know, you really, you, you get energy from people that you know. I and, do, yeah, that's true. But you have to have your alone time. You don't want to be yeah. around people. And I, I actually think I fall in that introvert where I recharge alone. Yeah, I think so. Rudy, what do you got? You know, I've gone through this a lot over, my, uh, over the years. I feel like I treat this kind of like bipolar. 
everyone's got a little bit of bipolar in them. Yeah. I mean, if you think yeah. about it, we're yeah, very, yeah. some of us are very happy and some of us are very sad and some of us get a little happy, some of us get a little sad. And it's a, it's it just kind of depends on how much your pendulum swings. So for a lot of times, if I'm out, I just like to be in my own head. I, I go to a lot of movies by myself. I just kick it. Yeah. But there's also a little bit of me that when, uh, you know, I get a couple of pops in me, hey, man, Let's you know break out the party favors. It's time to throw down. So I'll have to say this. I think that Rudy is the most even keeled person I've ever met. Really? It's wild. <laughs> like I told my husband, I was like, first off, it's so nice working with Rudy because he's hit like he's talking about his pendulum. It doesn't swing that much. Like no. I've seen him, somebody, you know, like tell us like you gotta do this different or this or whatever. And he's like, Okay, okay. Like, and he has good boundaries. Doesn't mean he's gonna do it. I mean, no, just says, that yeah, doesn't I'll matter. Do but he, like, literally, he <laughs> yeah. just doesn't get worked up that easily. I mean, we've had, like, moments where, like, I'll be like, can you believe this? And he's like, no, that's weird. And I'm like, what is, Yeah. like, are you a functioning normal human? Like, he's very even keeled. Well, it, it took many a years of not being even keeled to get to even keeled. Because it was, oof, 20s were a rough time. <laughs> I will tell you, I think what you're reading as even keel is a sensitivity. Rudy is very sensitive about how people approach him and talk to him. You've never noticed that? I mean... And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Don't get yeah, me wrong. Yeah, it's just yeah. how he is. But growing up the way he did, growing up the way you did, I did, there's going to be a bit of that. So Rudy is... I tell you, Rudy, the other day I brought this up to, to a couple of friends and started talking to him about it. I was sitting on the couch out there between the two shows, and Rudy came and sat in the chair next to the couch Never said a word yeah. the whole half hour he sat next to me. And when I got up, he still didn't say anything. Yeah. That's very unusual, Rudy. You know that, right? Uh, no, I guess, you know, for me, because I just get so worked into like yeah. the actual yep. work itself, because I was out there editing the show and yeah. getting it yeah, up, because yep. I have a deadline for myself at 11 a.m. Like, I need, I want that show up. And, right. I, and so right. it does take about 45 minutes after the show every day. Yeah. So, yeah, so there's a lot of times, but I'm also now comfortable with silence. Yeah. Oh, I, you are, yeah. I, I never you used are. to be. It used to freak oh. me out where I'm like, I have to have something in the air. There needs to be a conversation happening. Where now I'm just like, it's okay to just let this moment just be the moment i'm okay with in my, i'm okay enough in my own skin that i can sit and just have a conversation with somebody and then when that the conversation dies we can just sit you know when you're driving down yeah. the highway with somebody and then you stop talking and then 20 minutes go by and you don't say a word the whole time back in the day 20 minutes i'd be going panic they not talking yeah say right? something yeah well now i'm just like oh look at the trees these are this is an amazing <laughs> drive what a great moment to just you're be like in your sure own of yourself yeah um that's why but like okay if somebody tells you the best news ever, like, because mm -hmm. my husband doesn't get, like, I get excited. I'm an excitable person. If you came in here and there's like, there's a puppy coming tomorrow, I'd be all day going, ah, yeah, like doing my, like, poses, and I'm so excited, and I'm verbally excited. I'm a passionate person. on My pendulum swings a little more than yours, let's say. Sure. Um, if somebody tells you really exciting news, like, hey, Rudy, you're going to be on the, you know, the late show for stand-up comedy. What's your reaction? My reaction is, wow, that's amazing. Thank you so much. And then when I'm not around anybody, that is when I will emote. That, that's when the tears will come. That's when I'm You're like... You're so annoyed. Yeah, I hate that's that. That's exactly what I was saying. He yeah. does not come out 
Yeah. Very yeah. far. You'll come out, but not very far. No, you're right. Yeah, because like I remember because I worked so hard to get that afternoon job at 93X. Like I worked for, you know, for nine years. It was like living in rat trap apartments and taking jobs, doing morning radio for $14,000 a year. It was awful. Oh, and then when they finally offered me that job, I, I'll never forget. Wade Linder at 93X came in and he's like, hey, man, starting Monday, you want to be the new afternoon guy? And I said, more than anything. And he said, congratulations. And he shook my hand and he goes, I'll see you on Monday. And I said, great. And he walked out and I laid on the floor of that studio and I bawled my eyes out because I was like, wow. Rudy, give us something. No. We are, I love when people get excited. Like, no. give me an emo- like. Get, I want not you to what like. what he does. That's not high what he does. five me, okay? Yeah. Nope. You're right. I, I keep it inside because you do, yeah. yeah, I would much rather because I would I I guess I kind of want other people to be like that. But I guess whatever. I, it, people are people. No, so. you want to rob banks and be a criminal. You are correct. Those, that's yes. the personality. <laughs> really good bank robbers. Be a good poker player. <laughs> yeah, be a good poker player. Exactly. We got to get uh, get to a break here quickly. But I, I think it's a good conversation to have with people because not everybody's the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I cannot if I go. If I'm walking down the street, I'll start talking to people I don't even know. I know you will. You're. I know. Yeah. I can't. I can't shut up. That's I, the exact opposite. Uh, we've. I like uh, that. Having you in studio is like it's 6:30 a.m. You're like going. <laughs> yeah. You go, go hard. <laughs> All right. We do have to take a break here. Coming right back. Channel 5's Chris Eggert will join us right after this. Ever heard the expression, go with a leader? Why do people say that? I go with a leader because you don't become one unless you're doing something right. And in the world of auto dealerships, that means you can trust they're treating their customers right, their employees right, and must offer value that makes more and more Minnesotans want to come back to do business the right way. The Nissan stores of Walzer Nissan last month were three of the top four leading sellers of Nissans in the entire state. Now, I don't want to say who was number one because I don't want the guys at Nissan Coon Rapids and Wyzetta to get jealous of Dan Rush in Burnsville. I'm Tom Bernard. My whole family owns and drives Walzer Nissans, and this April you can get 0% financing for 36 months on Rogues and Altimas, plus an additional $500 bonus on any trade-in you make. Even if you have to push it onto the lot, you still get at least 500 bucks on your trade. The leaders of Walzer Nissan Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids do things the right way. The Walzer way. So go to walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you. Oh, and tell them Tommy sent you. 0% financing for 36 months, $27 per month per 1,000 finance on approved credit. The last thing you think about after an accident is how your social media might be used against you. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything or post anything online until you've talked to us. These days, it's natural to share online what's happened to you, good and bad. When you file an injury claim, insurance adjusters will use anything they can to keep you from getting what you deserve. Your social media posts can be twisted and taken out of context. That includes words and pictures. Don't give them any fuel. Hey, you'll have the rest of your life to share the trip to the lake or your new job, but you only have one shot at winning your injury claim. If you've been in an accident, don't wait. Schedule your free case consultation now with Bradshaw and Bryant. Visit minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. 
Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, 25. We've got to find, okay, Chris, you can help us. That's Chris Egger, Channel 5 Eyewitness News, uh, joins us. You've been in studio here, so you know the setup. Yes. Okay. Uh, Rudy and I just, uh, I haven't talked to Rudy about this yet, but Rudy and I just talked about it, even though I haven't talked to him about it yet. We have <laughs> got to get a designated P song. Because the bathroom's a long way, and I could make it, but you better leave the second you go to break, and you better be back with yeah. about five seconds left to go. <laughs> right? Yeah, what I used to have when I did radio, there was a, a certain list of songs that were like, yep, I got to go to the bathroom songs. <laughs> In a God of Davida, baby. It was an old-timey, twangy country music station. Oh, but I love it. We did have the Eagles greatest hits and there was, I think there was a song on the Eagles that I would play. that was a super <laughs> long song to be able to go to the bathroom. I, I'm uh, it's, it's God, I love off it. the top of my head right now, but I'm pretty sure it was the Eagles that maybe it was Desperado a long song. I'm not sure. Which one would it be? I think Desperado is about six and a half minutes. I can look on the time though. So how yeah. long was your song, Chris? Ah, uh, gosh, I can't remember. I, but there was like a whole list. And boy, when you knew, if anybody was really paying attention, you knew when one of those songs was on that, you know, there was some business being taken care of behind the scenes. Oh, there's no question. I had a friend. I'll just give his first name as Joe. Well, I was smoking yeah. Joe. I worked with him at KSTP, as a matter of fact, back in the days. And whenever he put on a certain song, I always knew one thing because the song was very long. It was um, closer to home. What is that, like 10, 12 minutes long, something like that? It's Closer to Home by, God, what, who's the band that does Close to Home? Or Closer to Home? Can't remember. But every time Joe, my buddy, played that song, Joe's long, long, no longer with us, unfortunately. Grand died. Funk Railroad. Grand Funk Railroad. There you go. Thank you. But uh, we worked at KSTP together. He did uh, 6 to 10. I did 10 to 2. And then he left and Dr. Brock came on board. But... Every time he played that song, I knew one thing was going on. Joe was either breaking up with his girlfriend or getting back together with his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Because I learned that because I went over. He was working at KWB at the time doing nights. He went from KSTP to KWB and he's doing them. And he asked me to come over. And it was back when I was on Radio Drive over in St. Paul, that long, it was a dirt road at the beginning too. It was almost on the Mississippi River on I-94. That's how far away that radio station used to be. 
But I, Joe asked me to come over and schmooze with him. So from North Minneapolis, is about a 40-minute drive, for Christ's sake. And I pull in, and I hear that song come on. And as I walk through the front door, as he buzzes me, and I walk through the front door, I hear him on the phone, Cindy, come back to me. Oh, <laughs> no! It was phenomenal. I will never forget it. It was, God, sorry for interrupting you. That's a great memory, though. No, that I, anybody who's um, done this business before uh, radio, man, you got to have those songs. And then, like, we used to have to hit the top of the hour with, as everybody does, like, we, we had, but we didn't, this is before computers, right? So, like, your back timing and yeah. your, um, we didn't have it all pre programmed and whatnot. And there was like a couple of songs, two that were like a minute and a half, two minutes that mm-hmm. I would use if I got myself in trouble and I had to hit the top of the hour news break that was coming on. Buck Owens was one of those. Oh, sure. Buck Owens songs. Sure. Like, um, and I, I think there were some Johnny Cash songs that were pretty short that you could throw in there that you could get up to the top of the hour. Yeah, we had a couple Queen songs that were super short. Like, We Will Rock two You. Minutes, yeah, two yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, that I would use minutes. all the time. And then Do You Feel Like We Do by Peter Frampton was a nice long, long song. That would be like my pooping oh. song. That would be like, <laughs> put that on the overnight and Britney's pooping. I'm fine with that. That's wonderful. Man. You're welcome. I, I just looked it up. The longest song the Eagles have is The Last Resort. It was seven minutes and 28 seconds. Do you guys remember that? That seems like a terrible song though for me to pick yeah i know it was on the eagles greatest hits i, I don't it, yeah huh. All right. I'll take a look. i feel like free bird is another people's classic for when you are trying God, to i love that song. i know and it's oh, a good yeah. song too and so like usually because in the bathroom you can hear the music too so you want to oh, yeah. pick something you want to hear yeah what no a question. weird job that is where think of like regular people know, in I their know. regular life can go to the bathroom whenever they yeah. want yeah exactly like well, you're in the middle of uh, preparing your TPS reports, and you got to go take a dump. You just get up and do it. Yeah. You don't, <laughs> yeah. you don't yeah. have to. Instead of like, wouldn't it be weird if people had to play music at their desk when they got up? To, I mean, just I know. Up. That just would be great. Oh, Bill's in the toilet. I know. What about Lion Eyes, Chris? Was it Lion Eyes? Could be. Oh, that could be it. Six minutes, 22 seconds. Yeah, I could see that one. Yeah, and that seems a little more, because I was doing the late night shift. That seems like for sure a song I would have thrown on at that point just to. The vibe. Yeah. Good song. Yeah. It is a good song. It is a good song. Although, I will say this, and this may be a, a somewhat controversial statement about the Eagles. Uh, love or hate the Eagles, and they're very talented. We went and saw them when they were at uh, Target Field a couple years ago. Um, the songs, are they felt like they were long in concert. Sure. I was kind of like, okay. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh yeah, that is a good song. Let's let's cut that one a little short then and move on to something else. It was it was kind of boring. You know about those boys in that band? You you know the history of the Eagles? Uh, I uh, not maybe to the extent that you do, but when they're not traveling together, they don't even talk to one another. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when they they go to uh, let's say work out what they're going to do out on the road, they go do some practicing. They have an auditorium. They come in through five different doors. They don't even want to come in the same door with one another. That's Isn't that crazy? Wild. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that with Brittany now. I know, right? I Brittany, would get your own door. You and I always, yeah, we came in the other day at the same time. <laughs> we did, yeah. You are, you know, I'm, Chris, I'm dealing with a talkative 6.30 a.m. Tom Bernard, and it's, 
It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, get those dudes doing construction down the hallway. Yeah, yeah exactly. Talking about that. Yeah, it's um, it's weird to think about uh, how unique certain businesses are when having to have a relationship with somebody that you don't necessarily have to have a relationship when you're not performing what you're right. doing like in music or, but in, in our businesses, you can really tell, I think if things are icy between people, right? Like, Oh, I think so. Oh yeah. To me, it's, it's very obvious. And I always, I always really commend Frank and Amelia that I'm like, I think of so many times where like I'm, pissed at my wife about something or she's pissed at me and like i may go a couple days just kind of like <laughs> keeping something you know just yeah whatever like all and business it's all business when you want those interactions night, yeah yeah every night they're sitting there no matter what and maybe they have a perfect marriage and maybe you know they don't ever yeah. argue about things or whatever but I, I to me that's like the utmost professionalism if you can pull off a a shift with uh you know, a spouse that, cause that's crazy to me. Yeah. And then I think about like people who uh, are, you know, like uh, off on the side, having a little, uh, little tryst. Oh. And I'm like, how the hell do you pull that off? Like, right. that, uh, like those people from the ABC, um, was it TJ Holmes and Amy Robot? Oh yeah. 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 Like how are they doing that? Like, cause you know, when you first start dating someone and you're all like, you know, you're all like all sexual yeah. and tensions there and flirty and all that kind of crap that I don't really remember anymore. But um, <laughs> like how, there's a lot of emotions, nice. high and low nice. at the beginning, right? How you're right. you, how then you also are on the air and you like try to keep that sort of um, tempered as well. So yeah. And know. I, that's such a great point too, Chris, because I'm sure they were arguing too about they both were with their husbands and wives. And like, I'm sure there was arguments about like, when are you going to leave her? And then they have to jump on air and be like, back to you, TJ. You know, yeah. like, oh, oh my God. God. That would be hard to put up with. Yeah. That'd be very hard to do. Yeah. You know, you were just talking about uh, Frank. Every time you talk about Frank, you know, Frank's mother and my mother were best friends when she moved here. Uh, I can't remember where she was living, but she moved to Minneapolis. And then we had dinner at Arezzo down there on like 50, was it 52nd in France down there? Apparently that that restaurant's closing, which I don't like because it's a great restaurant. But we used to go there and have dinner once in a while and all the rest of it. But Frank and me sitting there watching our mothers, it was unbelievable. It was both of them. Because they're both obviously Catholic because, you know, one's Sicilian and one's German and... Uh, it was one of the great treats of my life, just sitting there with Frank, watching our mothers BS with one another. What a and that's and that's not always a like you can't always just throw a couple of moms together. Oh no, no, because they're moms, like they're going to be friends. Like that does not that does not always work. In fact, I no. would say it's a rarity that that works out. It was a beautiful thing to watch these two women just. Showing you how it's supposed to be done. That's <laughs> you know, one of those deals. Yeah, Frank, I adore Frank. Frank's a great guy. I mean, I you agree. too, Chris. Don't, I don't, know, don't hey. get too far off the subject. I, listen, I like Frank too. I, don't, I, know all, you do. I know you do. We can all exist in this world. There's you know, plenty I, of room for all of us. I'm going to be honest with you, and maybe people have never heard this before, but you know I'm not exactly an all-loving kind of guy. But I got to be honest with you, most news anchors I've ever met are really pretty decent people, don't you think? Not all of them, but most of them. At least the ones yeah. in this market. 
Oh, for sure. Because I don't, I don't think this is a city where you, I don't think the viewers in this community and in Minnesota and generally in the Midwest really would enjoy watching somebody who was a dick. And I think, yeah, no question. I mean, I'm to be blunt. I don't, I think people who have success here are people who are pretty normal, regular people who can have a conversation without being pretentious or preachy or, you know, things like that. Does that make sense? Makes total sense. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's just Minnesota has, and don't get a big noggin over this, but I've, you know, I've spent a lot of time in LA. I've, I've lived in Chicago. I've lived in New York. I'm sorry, but news people in Minneapolis, St. Paul are better. Chicago's close. New York is not even close. Uh, but our news people in this town, our, our television news people are very, very good and always have been. It's a very high level of competition and of people who are on the air here. I, I, yep. I couldn't agree more. And I don't look around very often and go, Oh, that person sucks. Or, you know, that <laughs> I, I just, I yeah. don't, I think it's a, I think there's a, a, a very talented group of people who, yep. who do this job in this city. So for sure. Now you got to come back. Well, I, I thought I sent you an email. You didn't get it. You're supposed to look at your email, come back, and go. Now, radio people suck, though, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> well, I should. I, the caveat on all that is, is like, I, I'm not. I don't feel that I, if I fall into any of that category of things you're talking about. But that just, that should be understood already at this point. You guys know me well enough. Yeah, that. that's very, very true. Right, right. So, any big um, news items coming up we should know about? The, the flooding stuff everywhere. Yeah. That's pretty much what we've been talking about the last couple of days. I, I did something jumped out at me today with the flooding. Um, and the governor set to have another a briefing with state and federal officials, I think at 10 o'clock today to talk about the flood plans and, and sort of what they're seeing. But um, we had a story in Delano this morning, uh, Delano built after they had some severe flooding in, in 2014, they bought this flood wall thing that they can put right, in place. Right. And it, drops these metal metal plates down into this thing kind of like a lego wall and it goes up and they've had good success with that they've only had to use it a couple times um you've got holman field they've got a floodgate thing that they put in a place down there in downtown st paul um and so it's interesting that you're seeing some of this technology sort of develop for them to put in place in some of these areas that are prone to flooding I mean, because you know that the way the pattern goes, there are certain places where, you know, we know downtown Stillwater is going to flood. We know mm-hmm. um, Delano is going to flood. So uh, I, it's interesting to see that some of these flooding efforts to stop them and the technologies that they put into place seem to be working. I don't know. Uh, it shows a good evolution of our um, flood control efforts. That jumped out at me. These are the things I think about in the morning. Yeah. Also, cities like Winona are like, hey, St. Paul, could you stop putting up those friggin' walls? Because all the water ends up in our downtown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. That's so, the problem. The yep. water still goes down. Yeah, right? it goes so, somewhere. Uh, still flows down the, the old stream. There. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so the flooding thing. And then uh, uh, another late night for sports fans tonight with the Wild and the Wolves both playing late. And the Twins. Uh, yeah. I, what time, Who are the Twins got today? Uh, Boston. Boston, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. They lost last night, right? Yes, they lost in the late innings. Damn it. Yeah. 
Yeah. So as a as a sports fan, that's asking a lot. The, the wild game didn't get yeah. over until one o'clock in the morning the other night. Oh man. Um, how much do you love your team that you're willing to stay up until one o'clock in the morning and then get up and you know go to work the next morning at five or six or whenever people do that? That's that's a big commitment for your team. It is. There's no question. I remember doing it back in the day though when I was at the queue starting at five thirty. Get to home about one in the morning, get up about two in the morning and go to work. It was real, oh, God. Real. <laughs> yeah, it's wonderful. That's why uh, I have a raspy voice to this day. Uh, but no, it's, it's, uh, okay, Timberwolves got no shot, right? I mean, they got no <laughs> shot. No well, shot. Well, isn't, um, isn't the, the, the Denver, uh, uh, the stud, their player, um, he's questionable tonight. Yeah, yep. But hurt wrist or something like that. So may, maybe we can pull one off tonight would be great. But that yeah, it's there. Yeah, it's going to be a tough road for them. That's mm-hmm. for sure. No question about it. And as far as all the, now the twins are going to come back and win tonight. I would almost guarantee you that. Um, mark my words, you got a winner tonight with the twins. I'm, as a matter of fact, I think I'll watch the game tonight. Because I tried to watch a movie last night because, you know, the Twins game was not on television. Yes. I wonder if the game's going to be televised at all from Boston to Minneapolis. Good question. Good question. That whole thing's a mess, too. It's a huge sure. mess. Now, that's one thing about spending time down in Florida. You don't have – the Twins are not a home team, so all of their games are on television. I mean, that's really cool. Huh. When you're not in the market, then you get to see all of their games. Yeah, it's so weird. That's very weird. Like, no question how the whole thing is playing out for sure. But um, I don't know where the hell I was even going with that. I was just getting very upset with the uh, fact that I movie. couldn't watch, watch a movie. Yeah. Oh, I tried to watch Knock on the Cabin. Oh, yeah. 20 minutes I lasted. That movie is, oh, yeah, matter of fact, I talked to Chris and Bert a little bit about it, but didn't finish. Uh, I didn't, I got 20 minutes in and just, I thought the movie was terrible. Is that Dave Batista? Yeah. Is that's that exactly that? who yeah. it is, yep. yep. What's the, I'm, I'm not familiar it's uh, M. Night Shyamalan or Shyamalan oh, or whatever yeah, the hell yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Every movie he does is exactly the same. It's the same movie over and over and over again. He did some good movies, done a couple of really good movies, I thought. Mm-hmm. But most of his movies are not very good. You, you agree with that? Yeah. Sixth Sense was Sixth excellent. Sixth Sense was excellent. You're yeah. right. Uh, yep. Signs with Mel Gibson. Oh, yep. phenomenal. But yeah, some of this, like this last one, uh, The Beach, and then he did some, I could, one before that. It was almost like... Was that water? The water... It was the lady mist. in the water. Oh, the lo- yeah, that yeah, yeah. was not oh, great. Yeah. It was Terrible. long. Mm-hmm. I like the, the mist was good. Yeah, was the mist was good. Yeah. What was the old the, the old people? They went to this certain beach and all got old. Yeah. Oh yeah, was, I didn't even see that. Yeah, it was called the beach. Yeah, that was, oh, that was, was called the yeah, beach. Yeah, and they would just they would show up to the beach and then progressively they would age. Like, yeah, yeah. By the end of the day, you would basically aged and died. Yeah. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. I might do that today. Uh, that sounds like a real <laughs> upper of a movie. Yeah, right? It's <laughs> terrible. The movie's terrible. Anyway, so what else has happened? Um, also today, uh, the, now maybe you've seen, uh, Medtronic announced some layoffs yesterday. Yes, that kind of made some news. Yep. Um, it I, sounds like the extent of the layoffs aren't necessarily known, but it's weird, too, because you hear about big companies like that, uh, Medtronic laying some people off. Uh, Wells Fargo in the last couple of days announced that they were going to be consolidating some of their yes. um, offices out of South Minneapolis there, where yep. that's where my late father worked. I know thousands of people that work down there on that campus. It's it's weird to see things evolving with these 
giant office spaces and these huge office parks that were built. Yeah. And then seeing the workforce all working from home now are so many of it, like what's going to happen to all these giant buildings? Like what's, what's going to happen to all those buildings on that Wells Fargo campus down there and uh, the campus in St. Louis park over there off of 169 and, and 394. I mean, there's a lot of built, I think United health group, uh, is going to sell some of its buildings. Think of all these giant buildings around town, Target's buildings that uh, are now going to have to be, I mean, is another company going to buy them? Because you got to assume their workforce is probably set up in right. the same way now right. where they're working remotely. It's got to be a pretty interesting time to be in commercial real estate these oh, days. It's very risky, I would imagine. And uh, I, And then I'm always thinking about, gosh, I wish I could work from home. Why don't you? You can just get your own camera. You can't work from home. Why not? You get your own camera. Doesn't work. Let's go to the remote location now. Here's Chris Eggert, ladies and gentlemen. What do you think? I we tried it for in TV for a little while when COVID first hit. Oh yeah. And I hated it because you felt so disjointed, and you're on a weird delay, and so you couldn't pick things up quickly like you normally would. But it's interesting as I have a friend who's a general manager in uh at the NBC in New York and he was telling me that they actually um were hearing from their viewers who liked seeing their anchors in their home oh yeah oh environment and it really kind of humanized a lot of people that um hadn't really been seen as human beings before yep I, I was really surprised by that I don't know. I people like where you're sitting. You're you. Are you in your office right now? This is like a fake backdrop. Oh, it's a fake backdrop. <laughs> I'll show you. It looks you. very comfortable, actually. Well, I, I show. You, I could turn the lights on and take. I could show you what it looks like. It's, <laughs> Doesn't that look like nice? I, Got a nice I'll brick wall behind him. Uh oh. There's just a, oh, just the, a black wall. The brick wall's gone. They even put <laughs> knickknacks. They make you look like yeah, it's uh, very homey. I know. But I, I do get that from seeing inside people's houses. I don't know. Makes them feel a little bit more like yeah. regular people. But but that's only a good shot if you have all your all your Emmys set up. I was just going to say, you can tell it's not your house because you got none of your none of your awards on the uh, shelf uh, behind so, you there, Chris. Yeah. So dumb. <laughs> God, I already bitched about that once one other time. <laughs> Wait a minute. What are we talking about here? Oh, people who, when they were broadcasting from home, they just happened oh, to have yeah. their 35 Emmys set up behind them <laughs> on the bookshelf. I'm like, shut up. Get over yourself. Honest to God, that's hilarious. Oh, my regional Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. It's a regional Emmy. I mean, it's nice. Don't get me wrong. It's a, it's a nice thing to have. But, yeah, calm down with the award thing. It's not very nice, very pl- – you know, I – um, they still must be over at the Q because you know the KQ Morning Show won a billion of those things, and I think they kept them all, which is probably a good thing because I wouldn't, I don't want them anyway. Why would you want that? I mean, listen, everyone's happy to be awarded, and sure. you know, by, sure. by people in your industry who think you're you're doing a good job. But I don't know. I guess I'm just not personally the kind of person that needs to. To, to see that and no, to be reminded of it. I'm going back to like Rudy now on my emoting. Like I don't emote. I'm like, <laughs> I uh, don't yep, emote. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, look, we won a major award. 
Cool. Great. Yeah. All right. There was yeah. a, a band I was in years ago. We recorded with a Grammy award-winning producer. Oh. And then we got to his studio and we saw the Grammys in a glass cabinet. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. Guy won a guy won Grammys. Well, come to find out, he won it for best indigenous album. And there was only one indigenous album put out every year <laughs> that he himself put out and then nominated himself for the Grammy. Yeah. And then he won it because there was no competition. He had like 10 of these things lying around. I got to get no, on that. That's just him being smart. There is a magic to that of entering certain things in categories where, um, you know, you're, you're a shoe in to win because there's not a lot of people entering category X, Y, Z. But wouldn't everybody know that your, your award meant nothing? Well, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe they wouldn't know that. <laughs> I guess I don't know. We could take that a whole other direction. Yeah. Too. <laughs> I do have to tell you a very quick story, and it's and I, you know I don't know if you knew Steve when he was a CEO over at uh, General Mills. Great guy. He was a wonderful guy. He retired a few years ago, and all the rest of it. But he he's a huge listener to the Q Morning Show back in the day. So he invited me to come over to the offices because they're not that far. Of course, right down, right down the road. So I went over and sat in his office and all the rest of it. And kind of about the middle of the conversation, he goes, oh, by the way, Tom, we, we got something for you. And he reaches behind him, he grabs a box of Wheaties with my picture on the cover. Oh. So they made a Wheaties box. That's so cool. Uh, isn't that cool? That's, that's cool. That's cooler than an Emmy. So For sure. It's on display. Catherine put it on display in our house, kind of not you know, yeah. in a very... That's cute, though. She, she just thought it's, it's kind of cool. But a lot of people think that I actually was on the Wheaties box. And they all say, I didn't know you were that good a golfer because it's me golfing. And it's, I didn't know you were a good enough golfer to be on the Wheaties box. That's My God. Funny. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I don't play as much as I used to, but you know. But isn't that sweet? That that's the cool. kind of award yeah, that, that you that, like. Uh, that's a whole different deal. Wheaties box, come on. Yeah, it's not even real. That's what makes it so cool. Fake gold statue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't All right, you guys. Have a good rest of your day. Try to behave, Pally. Bye, do. Thanks Bye a lot, Chris. Chris. Bye. Chris Eggert, ladies and gentlemen, another guy I feel very fortunate to be working with. He's a lovely man. My mom loves Chris Eggert. He's a great guy. While we were in Florida, like when after he'd talk, he, she'd just go, we love Chris. We love Chris. I still think I should give him that one sandal. I really should. Yeah, right. I found one sandal side of the road. I got to bring this to Chris. And Catherine's like, why? Well, he only needs one. But we got to ask him a righty or lefty to watch yeah, out for that. Yeah, that's true. Oh, it's very important. Because I can't even tell you which leg is not real. I don't yeah. know. I don't know either. I don't know. Uh, damn. Huh? I don't know. What, what's that all about? But uh, again, you talk about how, uh, how fortunate we've been getting somebody like Chris Eggert to come on the show every day and talk news with us for 15 minutes. is a hell of a, it's a gift from God, I say. <laughs> I, that's what I say. Every day I Ooh. write in my journal, Horn Chris Eggert, gift from God. We shall take a break. Coming up, Tevin Pittman will join us at 9 o'clock. Score North Judd Zulged joins us at 9 o'clock as well. Got a lot of great stuff going on, as a matter of fact, and we'll be right back. It's the Monkees, celebrated by Mickey Dolenz. Saturday, April 29th at the Pantages Theater, Minneapolis. Mickey Dolenz plays tribute to the iconic group and his bandmates in song and memory with unseen images from the monkeys. Get your tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster. 
Talek presents The Monkey, celebrated by Mickey Dolenz live. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks again to Chris Hager. Does a hell of a job. Love having him on. Doing the news because he's so damn even keel. He's okay. I want him to come on and go, breaking news, Tom. Let's go to the newsroom. Beep, 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 yeah, beep. see, you got to have that part. There's no Agreed. question. I want to wrap this up very quickly because we didn't ever finish off that story. I was talking about the positive tax rate and all that stuff and... Um, introverted doesn't always mean you're shy. Chat GPT isn't conscious. It doesn't think, feel, or understand anything, at least not yet. But people act like it's God or something. Well, they act like it's God or something because it could kill everybody on the planet eventually. So showing a little concern, I don't think it's a bad idea. No. I we It's seen how it's used in a cautiousness, but I you definitely can't go down the rabbit hole of going, oh, God. You know, I mean, like, no, I agree with you. You can control what you can control, yeah. and you have to hope for the best. Um, talking about that introverted or extroverted thing, Jill sent us a f- hilarious message about it. She wrote, um, my husband is so over-the-top extroverted that I think he's turning me introverted. Mm-hmm. Is that Catherine? Right <laughs> yeah, in? right. Catherine wrote in. Isn't that funny? I thought that was just so funny. And then uh, Dennis uh, wrote me saying uh, to help us find, we were talking about that CEO of um, healthcare here in Minnesota that retired with $42 million. He, $242 million. Uh, he, well, it looks like the article I found, he got $42 million in his last year. But anyways, uh, David Wichman, that's who it was yeah, we were talking about. And then... Um, there was somebody else who was mentioning that the school years. Oh, yeah, here, Peter wrote in that Southwest Minnesota school districts did four days a week in the early 2000s, and it lasted about four years. So mm-hmm. I'd be interested to look at why they switched back. Um, yeah, that stuff's fascinating to me. It, me too. It is. Me too. And then Trevor agrees uh, with me that he goes, where I work after Memorial Weekend, we all have half-day Fridays over the summer until Labor Day weekend, which is pretty sweet. So, Rudy, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Are you offended at all when she says, they sent me a message and they told me that I no, was... No, it's a message to show Rudy gets ego. them too. What oh an my ego. God. You're you, such, Jesus, you're such a me. monster. Oh, people mm. just love me on oh. the text and talk line. I, you are... Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am mess, writing, writing these things and now I'm a monster. Working I her you. ass off. I can't. <laughs> and then oh, we got a lot of people writing in. The show, talking about their pooping song that they've had. Oh, I want to um, hear him. Sounds good. It's uh, uh, Mike Peterson. He said his song, uh, he was in country radio. Yeah. And uh, he wrote uh, Young Love by the Judds. That was his song. Mm. A poop song? His poop song. Okay. And then uh, Joe, who does not work in radio, says, it's a good thing we don't have a pooping song around here because some of us would get annoyed hearing the same song seven times a day. <laughs> <laughs> this building would definitely have one long pooping song. Oh, yeah. Tom and I were talking about this yesterday. There must be a lot of fiber that goes around in this building. Oh, no. You got it. Every time you walk in that bathroom, both stalls are always occupied. That's I'm like, so funny because like, yep. Yep. I almost never see women in the, in the women's bathroom. I mm-hmm. think, and it's pristine in there. Yeah. Well, I mean, they keep it clean. Don't get me wrong. But I will tell you, when you walk in, you'll know if somebody's in there or not. I can promise you that. Oh, my God. 
What did you have for dinner last night? Green peppers? Oh, my God, yeah. stop. I'll feel the heat. You <laughs> can feel the heat. The heat of your turn. And if anyone wants to message me or the show, um, just do it on the Tom Bernard uh, podcast app, and uh, it's on the top left corner, the little talk bubble. So Make sure you text me. Text me. It's all about me. More me now. <laughs> I love you want that. a message? The Tom Bernard Show. Nice try. Okay, so yeah, uh, there's three more of these to go. Brown eggs aren't healthier than white. It's just a different type of chicken. Oh, these who are the thought, myths. Okay. Who thought they were, though? I That was a huge thing I thought for a while. Uh, that brown were... You know, we're not going to start allowing Negroes to come in, are we? Whoa. Oh, wait Whoa, a minute. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was the wildest thing I've heard. When Tevin walked in, okay. I tried to pretend I couldn't see him by putting the bill of the cap down. I cannot. You've decided, I just, you decided I should keep the bill up? Yeah, I just, that was an aggressive comment. There is a guy, and the reason I, the reason I said that is because I wanted to bring this up to you anyway. Okay. You ever watch City on a Hill? You got some headphones? You need some headphones? I'll grab yeah. you. You sit. Sorry, well, you got them? Uh, well, we'll wait till he gets his headphones on. What's happening? I mean, I thought I walked into the wrong show for a second. <laughs> the I only was, reason I, I heard your voice in the room, and I was like, "Oh, this is an exciting day." He's yeah. here in studio, yeah, and just no Negroes up. allowed. This is the first thing. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> the reason I even brought that up there. You did you watch City on a Hill? Um, I did not. No, it's great show. Uh, it, you guys have not watched that yet? Not yet. No, nope. it's phenomenal. But there's a guy, and he's a white guy mm-hmm. that plays one of the cops on the show, and his last name. And I haven't seen this last name. I, when I was a kid, I would see it a few times. But I think a lot of people said, well, I can't really go with this name anymore. The guy's last name is Del Negro. You don't see that name anymore. Ooh, no, there was a uh, basketball player that yeah, was, there was Del Negro back in the day. And my Spanish name in high school was De Negro. So it was close to, <laughs> yeah. Was he? Yeah, it wasn't a, a kicker. Wasn't there a Vinny Del Negro? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah, yeah. NFL player, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But this guy, I can't remember his first name, but his last name is Del Negro. I don't, I don't think I'd want to go through life with the Del Negro thing. You know what I mean? No. Not in America. Like I feel Not, like overseas, <laughs> yeah, like that's okay. fine. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, it's more just, elegant. Sounding. It all works out in the end. <laughs> yeah. It happens when I go to a Mexican restaurant, and they're like, uh, "What would you like to drink?" And I always go, "I'd like a Modelo." And then they go, "Which one?" I'm like, "Could you say it so that I don't feel weird?" Because <laughs> well, yeah, pointing to it like a little kid on a menu. Yeah, because there's that one. there's Negro Modelo, and then there's oh, the regular right, yeah. Modelo, and I'm like, "But I want the dark one. How do <laughs> I say no, that?" Nope. That's all it means. <laughs> Not for you anymore. You're done with it. <laughs> it's all true. Well, who was the one that had the great line in the movie? Well, she had Negro. That's all you had to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What a great line. You know, we have got to get over the sensitivity of skin color, for Christ's sake. Okay. I mean, Tevin and I have been friends for, what, 7,000 years now? Is right about there? I think if you round up. Calm down, everybody. Just relax. We're all humans. It'll all work out in the end. Well, I mean, Judd's not really human, but... (laughs) I've been waiting for Judd, so in my... Is he here right now? He's looking right at... at, I'm looking at him. He can't see me. What? Right here, yes. Yeah, Judd, and you've taken on a, a, a new diet too, right? That's your new thing? Uh, yes, I, I, you know, and it's not new. I, I actually joined about, uh, it's going to be two, two years ago in September, and I started on Livia Weight Control, and I'm going to tell you right now, it worked out perfect. I dropped 40 pounds, and here, folks, is the most important thing. 
keeping the weight off, right? Because we've all lost weight. We gain the weight back. That's the problem. But this is a weight control uh, program. It's not a diet, and it works. And right now, if you join, you're going to get the first three months for free. That's nice. right, free. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia, L-I-V-E-A dot com. Good morning. I didn't know it was 917 already. Did you know it was time to go to a break there, Rudy? <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Do I have... No, it's not... Oh, no, no, yeah, you're right. Oh, sign... I thought this was the intro. Yeah. At 917. No. All right, we'll talk later. Okay. It's fine. Don't worry no, about I, it. I, I don't care when he does a commercial. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.